I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. Here's Lindergaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to the Glovers cast. We are back as a trio. Uh, a return after what I thought was a brilliant podcast last week. So thank you to Sheridan, Jess and Debs for taking over and giving us a Thursday night off. It was much appreciated, I think. Um, certainly aided my Glastonbury recovery to not have to stay up and chat with these two. Um, how are we doing, lads? How, how, how's our... It's been a couple of weeks. I think we should be offended by that, Dave. <laughs> I, I mean, I am offended by it. I don't, I'm not even thinking about it. But no, they did. They did very. They did very well. I think we'll have them back, don't you? If they'll, if they'll have us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be brilliant to have them back on again, and uh, you know, I feel, we can mix it up as well, can't we? I feel like we should have them on side because they, if they start a rival, we're yeah. we're done for. So yeah, yeah. Don't want them offside. Correct. Good football pun. Thank you. Thank you. So <laughs> I think we should go straight into our discussion. Uh, on today's episode, we have been joined by the new director at the football club, Stuart Robbins. Uh, so he spent quite a chunk of time talking to us about all things Yeovil Town. So here's that for you. <laughs> Delighted to welcome to the podcast this evening to talk to us the uh, 
the new director at Yeovil Town Football Club, Stuart Robbins. Welcome to the Glovers cast. I know you're a listener, but now you can say to everyone you are a participant. You are a guest on the podcast, so welcome. Thank you very much indeed, Ian. I'm absolutely delighted to be talking to you guys. I've often, I've, I've, I've often listened and thought, well, I wonder if I could get a turn at this. And uh, now, it's, now it's come up. Yeah. I hope I'm not going to regret it being grilled yeah. by Dave. <laughs> uh, lightly toasted tonight, I think, Stuart. So yeah, yeah, we'll go for we'll go for a medium yeah. rare. Okay, yeah. <laughs> very good. Yeah, you've made, well, he- you, you've made a hell of a decision to to get yourself onto the Glovers cast. That's for sure. Yeah, uh, right. Quite quite the hoop to jump through to get on. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, I hope it's. I, I'm I'm thinking at the moment it's uh, the peak of my media career. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'll be honest with you. I've forgotten what to do. It's been it's been so long since we've uh, we, we've done any of this. I've I've forgotten what it is I, what I have to say and how I have to speak. But I'm sure Ben has him. Um, yeah, kind of. I I just wing it day by day. I know it's my profession, but we wing it. It's, it's, it's got me through so far. It'll keep going. The biggest thing I'm worried about actually is the question about the meal deal. I've had to think about that. Oh well. <laughs> yeah, put some thought in because you will be judged more harshly on that than anything, Colin, yeah. <laughs> especially if there's carrot sticks involved mm. or, or or vanilla coke. Yeah. I can I can yeah. assure you there's no hummus involved. No, then we're on to a winner. Yeah, we're on to a winner before we even started. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Firstly, let, let's talk about you, Stuart. Tell us about you as a Yeovil Town supporter. Like, how did you start? What was your first game? And and how did you follow the club when you lived overseas? Uh, good, uh, good question. I, I, I can't remember actually the very first game because I would have only been about probably seven or eight because my family have been in, have been supporters of uh, Yeovil Town since I, I don't know when. My grandmother and my grandfather would all often talk about obviously the famous 1949 uh, victory over Sunderland and then going up to Main Road to watch the 8-0 destruction, I guess, at, uh, from, uh, from Manchester United. Um, and they continued to support the club, as my mother and father did, and dragged me along. I was really more into cricket when I was that sort of age for some reason, but uh, soon, soon got the bug. Um, and uh, just uh, just loved it. And I, in my recollection of the first games was was with people like uh, Alan Herity and Ken Jones, those sort of those sort of guys. Um, then moving on, of course, to the Dick Plum era and uh, uh, Tony Clark, who was a big favourite of mine, being a uh, a failed goalkeeper um, myself. Not not uh, <laughs> not not Tony. He was absolutely fantastic, especially for a relatively small, what seemed like a small guy. Um, you know, fantastic. And then, yeah, I went overseas. I went to, uh, I, I went over to Australia, but I mean, um, could, uh, always, always followed the, 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 what was happening. My mother used to, in those days, of course, there's no mobile phones. I'm talking about the late seventies, early eighties. Um, and media communications were not certainly nowhere near what they are today. So she used to send me every, every week. Well, it started off with the cuttings and then I think it was easier just to get the Western Gazette to uh, just send it out because I did it over week, overseas every week and I get the, the uh, get the paper and, and read about the only bit I read was about Yeovil and how they were how they were faring and of course you know there were some significant ups and downs during that period going down to the what the Isabel League and all that sort of stuff and of course my uncle uh, was Jerry Lott so um, he was instrumental in helping move 
uh, from Hewish to, to Hewish Park. Um, and, uh, um, and, and I was uh, obviously very proud that he was, you know, part, he, he, he had his uh, part in that. I have no idea what happened when it all sort of went, went sour, but, you know, I'm very proud of, of what he did. And, um, you know, walking around Hewish Park uh, today, you know, it's still, you know, I still think of him. And of course, you know, the Jerry Lock Avenue is, is, is a source of great pride for all of us, not just, you know, not just myself. Um, so I've always followed uh, followed the team, and then when I did get transferred to, uh, I was in Canada for a number of years. And when I come back, when I came back, um, just continued to follow the team, and then became the season ticket holder. The uh, the bug um, really really got to me, uh, and I've been a season ticket holder, I think, for about I think it's about fifteen sixteen years, something like that. So I've you know really uh, enjoyed the, the 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 highlights going to the championship, obviously, and then the lows that that followed that culminating where we are now. So hopefully I can be somewhat instrumental in helping us get some, some more highs. Uh, that's certainly the goal. So yeah, follow the team a long time. Yeah, and and you've got to uh, all of that background, obviously everything you you, you know yeah. about the club. So how how did this uh, this come about? Because I think it was end of April. Um, Scott Priest, who obviously um, appeared before one of the games, I think it was uh, towards the end of April, and and he was talking about bringing people on board. Uh, I mean, were you one of the people that had you been talking to Scott at that point? And <laughs> what made you want to do it? Because being a football fan is one thing, but then being a director is quite another, isn't it? I think I think the second part of that question, Dave, is uh, it, it, it's going to be difficult to answer or difficult difficult to explain. Yeah. Um, I was uh, I, Scott and I have been talking for quite a, a little while. Um, we were introduced by a mutual friend actually, um, who lives in the same. Scott used to live in the same village that uh, that I still do now, and I never knew him, but. Uh, was introduced and obviously a great mutual interest. And that was, that was, I was introduced to him actually fairly soon after he bought the club. Um, and then we'd met a couple of times. And then when um, we'd, uh, you know, when, when the club hit its, hit its difficulties and Scott had to make some changes, um, we had a number of conversations and he said to me, uh, would you like to be involved? And, uh, I said, yeah, and I'm quite happy to. Uh, yeah, I was very excited about being being asked, and um, was quite happy to put some of the money where my mouth is, and uh, you know, but uh, and, and be part of it. So um, that's how it that's how it came about. Um, why? That's <laughs> yeah. Why? Why? I mean, I just love the club. I mean, I just absolutely love the club, um, and I want us to. You know, back where I think we belong, and I'm sure my supporters do, is back in the EFL, and I can I, hopefully I can play a small part in that. Um, so, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, the investment that I've made, I had. By the way, I, I did have to try and convince my wife that it was investment. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> how, how much inheritance has gone as a result of this? Is there? Uh, yeah. Well, we did kid. You know, as you know, Sheridan's my daughter, and yep. um, she did she, she did uh, kid me on to say, "I hope you've only spent uh, <laughs> your daughter's inheritance and not hers." Yeah, so, uh, hers is going on a striker. Is that right? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. She'll be delighted with that. Absolutely yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Probably, you know, turns in about fifteen goals a season. <laughs> so um, it's just the emotional involvement. That's you know, it, it gives me an opportunity to. To help the club, and as I've been there, what five, 
five weeks now, something like that, or been involved for five weeks. You know, there are certain areas where I can, uh, I think I can really, really help. And effectively, I'm a, I'm a free agent. You know, I'm, it's free to the club because, you know, I've, I've only gone into this because, you know, like all of the supporters who do help, I'm, you know, just want to, just want to make sure we get onto a, a good sound financial footing so that we can, so that we can get back into the league uh, because there's such a huge difference in revenues that are available between the National League and the and the AFL. I mean, huge. Um, and it hurts. It hurts. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, we've all felt it, we, that the, the relegations hurt. And the, the biggest one, the, the biggest hurt was uh, going to Northampton that day and the reality of us, us going down, especially being 2-0 up. But, I mean that we didn't get relegated as as always we didn't get relegated on that day, did we? I mean it was the whole it was the whole season, but uh, that that hurt. So I've been given this opportunity uh, by Scott, and um, you know I'm grabbing it with 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 uh, with with both uh, both hands and and hopefully both feet as well. Although with my twinkle toe feet when I was a striker, well I wasn't a striker, I was a goalkeeper. So it just shows you how twinkle toed I was because I wasn't even a very good goalkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm not sure that really answers your question. Ben. No, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's interesting to hear you say about there's there's things that you've learned even even in five weeks about where you can come. I mean, where are some of the, where, where do your strengths lie? Do you think in terms of what you know? Appreciate it's only five weeks, so you can't know everything. But where do you think you can help? Well, my bis- business background really majored in sales and marketing, and I think in the short term where I can help, and I'm working very closely with Mark Mark Robinson who is just, I mean, his energy and his enthusiasm is just unbelievable. So I'm working closely with Mark to see how we can develop, generate uh, other levels of revenue outside where we traditionally, well, outside of what we've got at the moment. So working with um, some customers to try and, or potential customers to try and develop other revenue streams that we ha- we haven't got at the moment. Mark and I are working on that. And, um, you know, we, we've... Uh, uh, hope, hopefully will we'll show some success um, so that's where my real uh, skills lie for want of a, a better a better term as well as well as general business management um, and that's that's where we you know, clearly need uh, additional help is more revenues I mean I think you probably heard in my interview with the club you know we want bums on seats but it's not the only thing it's you know it's the it is the major thing you know we need season ticket sales we need more of them more, we want, you know, as, as many of my previous bosses, sales manager bosses would say, you know, we want more sooner. Um, and that's that's what we do. So that, that's what we need. Um, so um, hopefully we can we can achieve that in the short term and also generate, say, these extra, these, these additional revenues outside the normal streams. Mind us taking a little bit of, of housekeeping? Um, companies House hasn't actually updated yet. Do you mind us asking which of the two companies, Football and Athletic Club or Holdings, you've become a director and shareholder of? And, and if any, you're prepared to share any kind of percentage of what shares you may own, just to sort of mop things up on that front? Uh, yeah, I can, I'll answer part of that question, Ben. Mm-hmm. I'm the Oval Football and Athletic Club that cool. I am a shareholder in and uh, director. Um, uh, uh, and I, I'm not going to share the percentage, but no, that's it, fine. It, it, it did cost me a little bit of money. That's fine. No, that's fine. I, I might add, I mean, that's the other thing to, to add. I mean, that has gone straight into the club. That money is used, being used to um, you know, help um, further develop the club. It's not gone into anybody's pocket. Cool. No, thank you. I appreciate that. That's okay.
I think actually just it will uh, I signed the forms I think uh, a week or so ago that need to go to company's house so they take they take it ages you know to update things but it should be updated I guess relatively soon but all the forms are signed to to help them do that no way out now then <laughs> no escape. The, ink, the ink is dry that's it <laughs> yeah. that's done yeah yes and most importantly the money's gone in yes. <laughs> <laughs> the signings will come um you you've touched on meeting scott and and having a sort of relationship with scott before he he's not been without controversy over the last 12 months and i think a lot of supporters will wonder why you've decided to help him giving his relationship with the club there was lots of talk about a takeover potentially happening which is isn't going to happen so what would you say to those people who questioned you know why now and and why why you're helping out scott when you know the, the sentiment isn't wasn't particularly strong yeah good good uh, <clears throat> excuse me good uh, good question ian um i mean i can only tell you that my, with my, my dealings with uh, with scott since i met him i mean he's incredibly transparent um when i became involved started to become involved and needed to do do my due diligence i had all the information that i requested straight away um i enjoy I quite i enjoy working with him um you know we have some some frank conversations and uh, i really do enjoy working with him um it's just a it is a straight shooter um i i the, the criticism and it was a it's a criticism that he's addressing it's about the communication um you know i can't i can't answer answer for him obviously but you know it was a very very difficult time um and i've been in a similar, similar situation myself but not not being scrutinized by the by the media whereby you know when you are it's scott was on his own effectively you know he's trying to keep a company going a football club going through covid which is just being, you know, absolutely, you know, so detrimental to lots of sporting clubs. You know, it's well publicised how it's affected Yeovil financially. Um, and I say, so based on my experience, when I've gone through some difficulties, and you know, I'm the I'm the guy. Um, it's 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 really really lonely. And I think that one of the things that has has helped in the in the short term is that at least Scott has somebody now to to talk to. You know, I'll. I'll I'll use it on the same level, if you like, you know, we've got, you know, both got the interest. Well, what I can assure you is that all of the conversations that I've had with him, I mean, in, Scott is incredibly involved, um, working really, really hard um, with, particularly with Chris to, you know, see how we can get some of these signings over the line. Um, I, I, I enjoy working with him um, and he's putting in so much effort to try and, yeah, um, help build the build, you know build the club back. So I can only tell you what I my dealings with him, and I really do enjoy working with him. You you mentioned there about other people uh, trying to come on board, and I think you you mentioned it in um, your your interview or somewhere. Is there any update that you can provide us on on any of that? I mean, one name that I know has been banded about as having been at the club recently is Martin Starnes, who was obviously known previously from I think he was CEO or something going back a few years I think he's been up at the club quite a bit does he have a role or is there anyone likely to come in anytime soon on the on the board there I can't tell you about timings because these things take uh, take time um, yeah Martin's Martin's been a great incredible help actually um, and again all free, <clears throat> excuse me all free of charge which is it's incredible help I mean his his knowledge of 
the, the football business because as I uh, openly uh, openly admitted I mean understanding the football business um, I'm not going to pretend for a moment that after five six weeks of being involved that I understand it at all um, but I'm learning I'm learning fast I mean Martin's knowledge has just been fantastic and he's been an, uh, he's been a great help to the to the club because he, he's like me he's you know he's a supporter he, he loves it um, so it's been a great help great help um, you know, on, on that front, we are looking for further investors and there is discussions going on. How long they will take, I do not know. Um, they will take as long as they will take. I mean, I'd like to think they'll be relatively soon, but <clears throat> who knows? Mine was pretty straightforward. I, you know, I had no other um, interests, if you like, out, you know, significant business interests outside of, uh, um, you know, being, you know, having just sort of retired and sold my other businesses. So mine was pretty straightforward. The money was available, put it there and, and done. Um, yeah, other, other people might be in different, different situations. So, um, but I can assure you that we are looking for further investors um, and also further board members that will help build back the club. Yeah, so you mentioned Martin there. So he's there in a, a sort of a voluntary basis is he or is there as a as a supporter just helping out or is he on the staff martin stars no he's not on the staff martin no. is uh, he's helping, helping out on a voluntary basis yeah oh good man right yeah. okay oh, uh, fantastic yeah, as you say, he's been a, he's been around a bit. Obviously, a lot of clubs, isn't he, in the uh, in the southwest? So Bristol Rovers last, wasn't he? So he's got a great experience. That, uh, absolutely, and he, and before that, Plymouth Argyle when they were yeah, in, yeah. You know, when they when they were in incredible difficulty. Yeah. Uh, so Martin's got great experience when you know there are financial challenges around uh, an organisation and or particularly a football club. So yeah, his knowledge. Um, and his his enthusiasm has just been fantastic. And already I've learned an awful lot from from him because I've had discussions with him and, and worked with him at the club. All on a voluntary basis. Yeah, yeah. Even better. Even better. Yeah. <laughs> we um we all watched your YouTube uh clip with Sam that you did, and you just you spoke so passionately and you're clearly loving everything. And one of the things that I thought you spoke mo most passionately about was your ambition to make a club that was self-sustainable. And you said that the sale of Hewish Park and the surrounding land, which obviously we know has gone to South Somerset District Council, was, quote, a, a key to giving us a framework to build on and make the club totally self-sustainable. That's a really key sentence, I think, through that whole little YouTube clip. What, what did you mean by that? Are you able to expand on what that might look like in the future? Yeah, I think the club's got to stand on its own two feet. Um, you know, you can't, it, it's got to stand by the, the, the revenues and the, uh, that, it, that it generates. You, you know, we, we, we can't, we're not in a position, we're not a, you know, a, a club whereby uh, when things get difficult, you know, the, whoever puts their, puts their hand in their pocket, it's got to be, you know, it's got to be um, uh, run so that it's making it's got to make profits so that those profits can turn into cash so that we can uh, build. And what the South Somerset District Council uh, deal does or transaction does is one, it gives us a club, you know, because, you know, those, the losses were just, just horrendous. Um, and it's all cash, you know, it's all cash. Uh, and so it gives, what, what we've got to do is turn you over time the Oval Football and Athletic Club into a business that um, seven days a week 
you know, generates revenues. Um, and that's through things that we can now do, which we couldn't do before. And an example of that is the removal of the restrictive covenants. Hmm. Um, and you'll see evidence of that when you come next time you come to Hewish Park. In fact, hopefully by the beginning of the, before the first game of the season, where we can, you know, sell hot dogs, beer, burgers, um, Thatcher's, uh, Thatcher cider. You've got, to get the, you've got to get the sponsor name in there. You've got to do it. I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say that, but I guess I guess you, guess you'll bleep it out if I'm not allowed to. Um, yes. So that say, we could say cider. cider okay, cider. cider. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I know. And other brands are available. Yeah. Um, so so that we could. So that's a that's a that's a good, really good example of where you know the, the the transaction has allowed us now to put other things in place so that we can generate more revenue. Um, and, and make a better experience for the fans as well. You know, we do want, you know, we've got some other ideas which are in formulation to, you know, make the whole, um, uh, uh, the whole of that huge park footprint now that we've got um, a place where fans will come to, to enjoy. And also in the longer term, you know, seven days a week so that those revenues can um, sustain the club, you know, going, going forward and support the club. So non-footballing revenues can uh, can help build the club back um, and that's 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 the plan um, that we're working on at the moment um, there'll be a few things as I say there's a few things that are going on in the short term um, and you know they hopefully will at least give us some some extra extra money to, to play with of course we need people to come to uh, to in, to enjoy that so um, you know that's the, that's the key thing we've got to get people got people to come and support support the team and hopefully, if we get off to a, a decent start, then uh, again, I don't want to put pressure on Chris. That's the last thing I want to do. But uh, you know, the, you know, Chris is always you know telling me, you know, it's all about results, and we need to get. You know, if we're, we've got a winning team, then clearly, you know, people, hopefully, people will come um, and uh, and support and support the team. They're certainly putting in putting in the effort. So that's that's what I mean by self sustainable. Um, you know, we we have to make sure that you know we sell. Yeah, more season tickets, more shirts, more coffee, more tea, um, all that. Thatchers. And or or batchers. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so and, and on that, you know, making it easier for people to to pay. I mean, there are some uh, things on the on on that horizon. I mean, hopefully by the time we the first games uh, go go ahead, the um, there'll be more EPOS systems around the ground so that people don't need to you know have the cash so they're going in um and just just make it easier make it make the whole thing you know make it an experience at, at jewish park we've got some other things that we're working on to try and make the the whole day um obviously they're not finalized yet so like you know i don't, I don't want to i don't want to make false promises that's for sure but uh you know we are we are working a way to try and make jewish park a place where people want to come at the risk of living up to my reputation as the negative one here. <laughs> here we go. Here uh, we no. go. So, so, I mean, obviously the South Somerset District Council deal, I know it's been in, in, in the works for, uh, for, for quite some time. I mean, to look at it one way, we're in now in a situation where in a year or so's time from now, we're going to have to be paying rent um, to whatever level. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you can tell us what, what level that is for the, for the ground that we play on and the, and, and the land around it as well we've got a, 
about a million pound in loans, I think, from from Sport England. And then obviously you've got all the ongoing costs that, that come with, with, with just running a business. So you've spoken there about being self-sustainable. I mean, are you confident that in 12 months time or whatever time that we can be making it? Because I, I, I say I don't know what the rent is, but I assume we're going to have to make quite a significant new amount of money to be able just to pay the rent back and then say loans or things like that. I mean, do we think that we can get to that level in that sort of time? It's pretty sporty, I would say, 12 months. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's the million dollars. The answer is we don't we don't know. That's what we're, you know, we, we, we are working towards two things. You know, one is to, you know, we've got to pay the bills wherever they come from. Um, and there's lots of bills to pay every day. Uh, so, you know, the, the, the more people that, that come, um, the easier it will be to do. It's, it's really quite, quite, quite simple. Um, and I did say I think self-sustainable in the in the long term. But of course, as a you know, as having fiduciary responsibilities, I want to make that as quickly as quickly as possible. Absolutely as quickly as possible. But yeah, I mean, we are well aware that you know that's uh, it, it's something that we need you know we're going to have to in you know in year two unless something happens that uh, unless we can you know accelerate plans for um development in the in the non-core area um then yeah we'll we'll have to uh you know we've got to pay those bills absolutely that is that something you'd be a part of like the development of the non-core area and that type of thing are you were you involved in that as a director of athletic because that's kind of it's yeah it's um there are there are certain things that i will be um involved in but it's certainly not my area of expertise far from it never been involved with anything like that quite before so um and it's it's not something that i've gone into in particular detail um i am aware obviously of the of, of some of the planning um uh things that have gone on at this point in time i mean we have not uh we've not had our feet uh, under the carpet you know it, we, we 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 uh started straight away with you know, talking to developers so that that can happen as quickly as possible because you know the, the goal is and i mean john john clark i thought was just i mean he was fantastic when he was outlining the deal and i there's no way i could articulate it um, when i wouldn't obviously i was involved but i couldn't articulate it any better than than he did um you know, and and there is that plan in place. There's that ability to be able to to buy back Hewish Park at some stage, um, and you know, uh, that's uh, that's that's one of the one of the goals. When it can be, who knows? It all depends on how things go. And I, I think the other thing I'd like to say on that, I mean, it's great to have a partner like South Somerset District Council. I mean, they they have uh, yeah, again, I've not no dealings with them, but from what the people of the, the club have told me, I mean, just nothing but totally supportive. So they'll they will they will get their you know, they'll return on investment and then you know hopefully hopefully in the not too distant future we will be able to buy back Hewish Park. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. We're just wondering how much we have to put in to buy yeah, to, to to buy it back. <laughs> get get a percentage together. I'm not sure. I'm not sure we got the cash for that, boys. I don't think that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in, in all seriousness, though, what, what is the financial situation of the club? Obviously, you know, nobody's under any illusions. We've just gone through COVID. And well, <laughs> I say my, my experience on a tube in London this week tells me that COVID is still very much around. Mm -hmm. But um, so 
what is the financial situation of the club? I'm not asking for pounds and pence and everything, but back in April, Scott said, uh, I think the words he used were pretty healthy. Um, and then obviously when the South Somerset District Council uh, deal went through, he talked about there's huge financial difficulties. Now, was that pretty healthy in the grand scheme of things because of where, where we've been? I mean, you, I, I presume you've seen the books. I'm not asking you to tell me, don't worry. But um, how would you describe the, the, the financial state of the club at the moment? Uh, we're okay. You know, we're okay. Uh, as you know, my, my, my investment's gone in. We've, you know, we've got some uh, cash from the, from the South Somerset District Council um, transaction. So we're okay. But we will, you know, it's, it's, always, it's always a challenge because, of, as I'm finding out, because the, the on, you don't always know. It's all very well putting a budget together, but you don't always know what the costs going forward are going to be you know if you need to have you know 10 MRIs one week or um and I, I bring that up as an example because I was talking about it today um or you know some, something happens that um you know one of our players breaks a leg or you know what have you so um you never know what the real costs are but at this point in time um you know we're uh, we're okay yeah, I know there's been because and social media is um, what it is, isn't it? People uh, vo voicey things, but there's been people saying about going part time and all of these these other things. And I think when he talked in April, Scott said that's not going to happen. We've got a full time budget for the, this coming season. I mean, you don't think there's any any concerns about when we're not in that kind of place? No, no. absolutely. That's good to hear. When we had um, when we had John on, actually. Um, few weeks back he told us that one of the conditions for for the transaction was that all debts on it were were removed on scott's side to msb capital uh are you in a position to make that clarification that has all gone through that's all done and dusted we're at square one now um i i, I can't answer that cut categorically what i would say is that i would doubt that I would doubt that Somerset District Council would have concluded the transaction if they were totally satisfied that all monies that had to be paid as part of that transaction were, were satisfied. But do I know that? It's not a question I've asked. I've just assumed because of the, 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 the level of the transaction and because of the, the parties involved that it just wouldn't have happened if it hadn't been done. It's a fair point. Yeah, fine. Cool. Do you think there will come a time where the clubs accounts beyond what is legally required will be published when we spoke to kevin mcguire from the price of football he highlighted chesterfield even go down to uh, dis uh, disclosing how many stamps they've used in the season whilst others just share the bare bones and legally you know that's fine that's one thing do you think there's any chance of of getting more detailed uh, numbers that might help supporters understand just how tough this last year has been uh, so I wouldn't not in the not in the short term, Ben. I mean, my hope would be that if we can grow this business to the level where you have to have full financial disclosure, that would be fantastic. I mean, that would be a real problem of, of success. Um, but I mean, we're, it's a typical small company where you do uh, put forward modified accounts. I mean, I think the most important thing from from uh, you know, that, that I always would look at from a, support, a supporter's point of view, if I was when I was looking at company house, because I've you know I have I've followed it. You know, be, you know, be, before is that you know the director's statement saying that uh, is it a viable going concern, and that's always been, you know, we've never had that additional fourth paragraph um, that uh, that would often be to be there. So um, 
which it which it is. So that's the that's the most important thing. So yeah, the answer is I don't think in the short term, but let's let's hope we can do that when we grow to be uh, grow back to the championship where we belong. <laughs> I know I joke there about us investing, and honestly, we don't really have that much money, Stuart, to be honest with you. But do you, I mean, do you see a time where supporters could potentially be, I'm not saying on the board of directors, but could there be a position where supporters do have the opportunity to invest in the club? We've seen it in a lot like, I think York City this week were, were bought out by a, by a trust, and I'm not talking about a buyout, but do you think there's an opportunity? Is there a way that supporters could, could invest? Because a couple of years ago, uh, we saw with the, with a the crowdfunder, I know that was sort of like 50,000, but people want to help and they want to put money in. Do you think that's ever a possibility? Or I mean, I guess in the long term, it could be. Again, in the short term, you know, particularly because of the, the, the uh, uh, requirements that we have with, uh, with SSDC, it, it, upsetting the apple cart is, is, is always you know, potentially problematic. So um, there are lots of ways that supporters can help them. Uh, and it's not, it's a question actually, I, I think if I remember at the Alliance uh, meeting uh, last, uh, not last Tuesday, the Tuesday before, um, you know, where that, that was, that was briefly talked about. So, you know, we always want, you know, hey, I'm a supporter and I'm, you know, totally financially involved now. Um, you, you've always got to be careful though with the administration costs of relatively small investments and all that and, 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 and such like, but yeah, we want people to, to help. I think it's too, Certainly, it's too early in my tenure to sort of make uh, commitments like like that. Um, but you know, the board, if I can use that term, you know, when we're when we're in a, in a better position than we are now, we'll you know we'll look at. I'm sure we'll look at all options for everyone to be involved because, as um, you know, as I mentioned in the in house um, uh, discussion or interview. The number of stakeholders that are involved is is just just huge, um, and you know the key one is the supporters. So if there's supporters that do want to help in that in lots of ways, and and, and the alliance and the, the green and white supporters of a you know, club are, in, in particular are, are just providing incredible help on a on a day by day basis, absolutely unbelievable. Um, so I'm, I'm sure it's something we'll look look at in the long term, but I don't see it in the in the short term because of, you know, people for the reasons I've outlined. So we have to keep playing the Euro Millions, that's what you're saying, is it? And then, uh, as I, as get, I do. As yeah. I <laughs> keep yeah. yeah, well, you need it now. Huh? Mrs. Robbins will be, uh, yeah, looking for extension on the house or something. Don't, uh, yeah. <laughs> don't give her ideas. If you're listening, I didn't say that. I didn't say yeah, that. Don't, no, she, she's not, she's not, she's going to say, don't, don't you start. I get enough of it for <laughs> <already. laughs> I just want a striker, Stuart. That's all I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Believe We've got believe. a couple. Believe me, mind you, I have to say, you say about striker, I mean, uh, yeah. I was fortunate enough to uh, go and watch training on, on Tuesday, and uh, which was fantastic. I've got to tell you, you know, uh, you know, Malachi is looking really, really sharp. I mean, so, uh, you know, we've got we've got one decent one, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he sounds um, sounds like a sounds like a good one, doesn't he? I'm yeah, excited to excited to see him. He's he's got that. Uh, he's he's got the youth, but he's got that sort of non the modern non-league play you know not like a grizzled non-league player of old is he but he's got that yeah sort of athletic uh ability about him as well isn't he, i think Knows he, the oh, goal he, is. he, he has absolutely he has and i mean his pace is just just frightening and the pace of the ball um and you know, his his positional sense i mean i shouldn't you know, it, i mean it just it was just fantastic to watch and he just kept running and running and running and running 
as, as most of them did, but you know, it was just fantastic to watch. So, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully that will turn into some goals. Yeah, see some goals. I was going to say, we're you know, obviously we're football fans, and we haven't really talked about the football yet. So we, we have sorry, I've yeah. got some football questions. Um, <laughs> you you said in your interview with the club that you you know the 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 aim is to get us back to the football league. You've told us tonight, you know, the aim is to get back to the EFL. Do, do you think that's achievable as a short term aim, or do you think you know we've we've got to look a little bit longer term with that? Uh, ask me that get ask me that question ten games in. I guess that, that, that that's was, a football manager's exactly. answer. You can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, believe me, I am not after your job. That is absolutely for sure. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to take that. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want that uh, job. Um, you don't know what other teams have got, do they? I mean, I, I was I was blown away by our pace on on Tuesday when I watched the watched the guys. Um, which was which was great, and also some of the younger players as well. And we got some talent coming through, which is which is great. Through from I was going to use the the academy, but you know from the EDP, um, fantastic fantastic uh, talent coming through. Um, I'd I'd love to, I'd love to think we can go back up. I mean, it's, it's it it's going to be tough, isn't it, when you've got Wrexham and you know, spending as much money as 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 they are. Um, it, it, it's going, it will be tough. That's what we want. We all supporters want it. Chris wants it. Scott wants it. Chris wants it. Marcus, we all want to be back in in the EFL, and that's that. I mean, that's why um, you know that's why we're he- that's why we're here to get it you know, to get it to to get us back there. You need some refereeing decisions to go, go for you. Um, we always we've got the referees already. Yeah, yeah, rule one. Yeah. Rule one. <laughs> rule one. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's so that's the true supporter coming out of me. It is, yeah. You've been talking <laughs> to Lawson Diaf, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. He's no yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I mean, and we're gonna have to have some you know some luck on the on, on the way, but uh yeah. I, I what I will say is that I think that Chris will put out a highly competitive team and the 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 aggression that I saw and, I, and you know controlled aggression. The need, the want for the ball, the, um, the 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 vision of some of the players. You know, I mean, Matt Wellington goes right side, doesn't he? I mean, he was, I mean, he was just just great to watch, close, you know, as close up as I as I could. So we'll have a. I'm I'm absolutely confident Chris will put out a competitive team, um, and you know, as a supporter, uh, I just hope, hope hope we can if we can get back, that will be fantastic. I'll certainly be. There won't be many games that I'll miss watching, so that's for sure. You haven't got a sore neck from watching training, have you? I haven't got a sore neck, no. <laughs> Ball stays on the floor. That's what we're doing yeah. here. Like the sound <laughs> of that. That was, actually, um, no, actually, one thing I was, I did, um, was was delighted to see, actually, one of the things I've always thought in uh, some of our play, you know, over the last couple of seasons, that we've never, ever got the ball into the box quickly enough. Um, we were doing that. Um uh, which was which was great, and of course, then the ball does go in generally in in the air. But we did get the ball in the but in. You know, I know it's only a training match, match but uh, we were very quick to uh, you know to get the ball in the in in the uh, in the in the box. I mean that was and, and that was a lot of that was from Jamie Reckford. I mean he was just he, he you know his positional play was was fantastic. Um, but I guess he, he I, it was just great to watch, and we've never done that before. So. Um, uh, I, I did. I was watching most of the game 
with, with the ball on the floor. Thank goodness. <laughs> you mentioned a couple of our, of, of our new guys by names there, Malachi mm. Linton and, and Jamie Reckford. Can I just ask you about the, the business done by Chris to keep hold of mm. the vast majority of the squad? I think, the, like, we, we did a bit of a snap poll and it was in the high 90% of people that said that, that work is exactly what we wanted. The players we wanted to keep in the positions we wanted to keep them. How impressed have you been with the returning players' desire to go and work under this new manager? Uh, I, mean, I mean, again, they didn't stop running. You know, if you watch the effort that went into a 60-minute training training match, it was incredible. I know, I think Chris has done an unbelievable job to, you know, to keep the, the players that we've got. You know, I think we'd have all been crying. I think your, your favourite, then, you know, Josh, I mean, you know, he was the first to sign. I mean, I mean, the, the guys. I mean, he, he is the new Terry Skiverson, isn't he? I mean, he's just. I, I, I'm beginning to think. That oh, that's a big call there. I've been saying it for months. I've been saying it for months. Yeah, yeah, I mean, fan, fantastic. And you know, there was lots of rumours, wasn't there? Um, and I know you, Dave, were uh, were were uh, was a uh, Tom Knowles sceptic, but you know, to keep Tom was was it was, was it was Charlie Wakefield that I thought we weren't going to keep Tom Sorry, Knowles. I mean. Both- Sorry. Yeah, because he triggered he triggered a contact, didn't he? But uh, yeah, I was I was convinced Charlie Wakefield was going because mm. and, and and not because of anything to do with the club, just because he's that good a player. I thought he's got to be a football league player. But so yeah, I've I've never been happier to be wrong, Stuart. Let's put it that yeah, way. I, I, I thought that's because yeah, no, I mean, yeah, yeah, great. I mean, they're fantastic to be, to keep on with Charlie because yeah, yeah. he he the way he moves is just it's just great. I mean, he does he does move like a top uh, football league player. Um, so yeah, keep him fit, can't we? If we can keep him fit, he'll be yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it will be. And I, I, yeah, Chris has done an unbelievable job in keeping what I think all of us would agree. I mean, I, I, I would agree with you guys in that 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 spine, that um, nucleus of players from last year, for him to keep hold of them, that's just just fantastic. I don't think there's anyone that's that's left. We would, you know. Um, and they'll all come back to bite us, I know, because they always do, don't they? But, you know, if you said you could only keep, you know, nine players, then I think the, the players that Chris kept, has kept is going to be the ones. Yeah, so fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. It just shows how, um, you know, what a, what a great job he's doing so far. Time for the awkward bit now. We're not finished with our squad. No. We need a few more bodies. People are crying out for a few more bodies. Can you shed a little bit of light on... A, how hard the management team are working, how many people are being spoken to, and if there are any deals in the pipeline without naming names and positions and giving anything away. Oh, no, name names. Name names <laughs> as well if you want, Stuart. It's fine. No one listens to this anyway. It'll be all right. I'm, right. I'm trying to be far more respectful. <laughs> what can you tell us about the recruitment process that the guys are undergoing and uh, how soon do you think we might be able to see the final pieces of the puzzle put into place? I can tell you that... The team, and, and when I say the team, you know, it's particularly Chris and Scott are um, working very hard to get a couple over the line. Um, whether they'll be successful, of course, I can't commit. Um, the other thing I can tell you is that, you know, I mean, I thought I worked hard when I was running a company, but my goodness gracious, you know, the, the hours that both Scott and Chris are putting in to try and recruit the players that Chris wants. Is, is just remarkable. I mean, we are talking up to and including, you know, beyond midnight where they, they're, they're, they're discussing stuff and, and, and players and trying to get things across the line. So, I mean, they really are working hard to add to the squad of the players that Chris, that Chris wants and, and thinks we need. So, um, 
unbelievably hard. And if I could give you a scoop, I would. But I, I just, just leave I just, a pause. Just keep a pause, yeah. and then see if he names a name. Yeah. <laughs> or we'll say names, and we'll see if he reacts. No, no, no. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> When we when we spoke to Chris a few weeks ago, he said sort of his ambitions were to get some other players who've stayed to sign new contracts, sign longer contracts. Um, is that sort of an ambition that you and Scott are backing? And what do you think needs to happen to you know get some of those on you know extra couple of years added on to some of these players' contracts? Um, that's really a Chris question. You know, my view is that. Um, it's the players that Chris wants um, in, entirely. You know, if he wants to try and because they, that he sees they've got a you know a real future with, with ourselves, we try and progress. Then entirely up to Chris. Um, I I I I know that most of the effort at this point in time is to try and recruit the players that we that we, the, the additional players that we need, um, and those things will go on no doubt in parallel as we you know as we enter the enter the season. Um, but it's entirely up to Chris to decide. Okay, time for another Walker question. <laughs> of those that we have got, you could argue some of them are valuable assets. Mm. Have we had to knock anybody back? Have we had to say thanks for your interest, but no thanks? Any bids come in that have had to be told politely where to go? Or can you shed any light on any interest that may have come our way? Um, there, there's there, there, there's there has been some interest, but there's been nowhere near the, the level that um, that we would accept it, uh, an offer. That's got to be a good sign, then. If there's yeah. people out there looking for your players, that's got to be a good thing, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So we have, we have, but nowhere near the value. Yeah, well, impolitely in, in told where to go. Then that's yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm all for that. I'm all for that. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, one thing we I don't know if you saw Stuart. We had our end of season survey um, that we we put out, and I think um, many many fans had, had uh, highlighted through that that communication to supporters was something that had been lacking last season, but probably in seasons before that as well. I mean, in your time, uh, what is it now? Just over a month, is it? Five weeks? Yeah. Did you say? So so we've seen you on the, um, obviously, at the official on the YouTube channel. Here you are today, which we're we're all really um, delighted to have you. We've had the manager on as well. I mean, is that a sign of trying to open up those channels of communications? You've mentioned about the alliance and the green and whites and so forth. I mean, is is that something we can see more of? Uh, The simple answer is yes. Yeah, Uh, this is the start of us being... um, I'll say, you know, more transparent, you know, we just want to make sure that we, we tell everybody as much as we can. Um, so the simple answer is, is, is yes. Uh, I am in constant dialogue with uh, both the Green and Whites and now developing a relationship with the, uh, uh, with the, with the trust um, to make sure that, that they, they get the, you know, hopefully the information that they're, they're, they're looking for. And also in communication with uh, with the fans, and, and clearly your your platform is a is a great way of communicating with uh, you know with, with the fans, uh, or with and with support with supporters like me because I listen to your I can't say I've listened to every episode, but uh, well, we're 178 now, aren't we? So uh, yeah. yeah, I haven't even listened to all of them. So no. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, it, it's 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 the start of um, uh, new relationships. 
with with everybody. It's the start of a new area as we put together, you know, more members of the board, um, you know, hopefully further investment uh, and more talking with you know platforms like yours and and other press outlets that 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 want to want to engage with us. We've got nothing to hide. No, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Well, the, our door is always open. I know we've said it to <clears throat> a number of people uh, involved with the club. You know, the door is always open to anyone who wants to come on. We'll talk to anyone, won't we? So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the alternative is talking to each other. And yeah, we, yeah no one wants to hear that. Yeah. Look at these guys after a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have seen um, more publicity around the Oval College links. And, and the under 18s as it currently sits. We had Matt obviously on uh, this pod not too long ago. We've, we've heard more about the amazing work being done by the Community Sports Trust and the way that they go about things. We're starting to see little insights that maybe we haven't been seeing to the level that we've been seeing pre previously. Are these the departments that hold the key to getting Yeovil Town back to its former standing within the community, not necessarily on the football side of things, but in the area? Oh, undoubtedly, Ben. Um... I'm going to go. I'm, I will be going on the uh, the, the board of the trust uh, because they. I mean, they do some fantastic work. I mean, I, again on Tuesday when I was in the office um, talking to Louis and Lewis. I mean, the, the work they put in is just just incredible, and it all, obviously it all helps with the marketing of the club, but also the um, you know putting putting back into the into the community and the, and the children that they that they help um, with the uh, with the work that Matt. Percival's done. I mean, we're we're already seeing the, the benefits of that, aren't we? I mean, Ollie Haste. I mean, wow, he's a big guy. For, I saw him for the first time on uh, Tuesday. He's big and he's quick, and I mean, fat, which is fantastic. And there's another lad that that's come out of there, Benjani Junior. I mean, wow, the guy he just didn't stop running. So we're seeing the benefits of that. And uh, and and Aidan Skiverton was there. And he, was, he 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 looks a a prospect for the future. So. Um, one of the things, I, one of the reasons I would, I, I, it's not the only reason, but you know, one of the reasons I think it'd be great for us to get back into the AFL so that we do get a f more funding and we can put back the academy so that we can give young young people, young footballers, the, the opportunity to progress. So it, it's a key part. And, and we want you know, the, 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 the council themselves, the reason they did the, the transaction was because they saw Global Time as a, uh, a, a a real benefit to the community and you know clearly it's 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 very much on our shoulders to make sure that we uh, with the trust and and with the uh, with the uh, stuff that that, uh, that Matt's doing that, that we that we that we do give back and and uh, and, and develop that and I'm I'm looking forward to uh, to playing my part to to help that because I'm a big believer in it big believer I'm 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 much more enthusiastic about now I know some detail you know, as you know, now that I'm involved, I'm I'm so enthusiastic about it. Yeah, I'm glad you said that about the community sports. Just I got special interest. Good. Uh a very good friend of mine is um is involved in it, but they, they do some amazing work that that really has is is linked to football. They use football as that sort of vehicle to get through the kids. But you see some of the things that they're doing around um. Uh, I remember they, they worked with Arthur Kuziak going back years ago, uh, trying to introduce uh, sort of members of the Polish community into into schools and explain about cultures. And it's amazing how football can really be that vehicle to change something that's really got nothing to do with football. And they do some amazing work with that. 
They do. And one of the things that really surprised me with the discussions I had on Tuesday with the, with, with the guys from the trust was um, how they use football as a catalyst for teaching other subjects. Yeah. Because it becomes more, because if, you know, if, you, if you like sport, if you like football, you're more liable to, you're, you're more able to learn, more liable to learn when you have those um, tie-ins with, 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 with football, whether it be maths, English, or, you know, whatever. So helping those uh, young people that quite often have you know, some, some, some challenges, shall we say, I just think it's fantastic. And I'm, I'm, I'm really looking, I'm looking forward to be part of that and, and help because it's, it's putting back very much back into the community, which is what we need to do. And as we've been doing, I mean, it's not happening just because I'm there. I mean, it's been doing it and let's, let's hope we can, we can build on it. Absolutely. And no, that's great to hear. Apologies if this is changing the tone slightly, um, but it's something that I wanted to, to ask. Um, as, as supporters, of which all four of we are, and we're, and we're purely talking with our supporters' hats on here, really, something which really affected us all a few years ago, as you know, the passing of Lee Collins. Mm. Um, it really did. It shook the entire club. It shook the football world. A lot of key personnel have now changed. I'm thinking Darren Saal, Charlie Lee, Luke Wilkinson, key members of the team. Uh, you know, things, things are ever-evolving. The manager touched on maintaining his legacy uh, when he spoke in his interview. Mm. Um, are there any plans? Can you shed any light on what that might look like? Because one of the things people have said to us is that they would, we would love to see some sort of um, consistency, something sort of set. Is there plans to retire the number four shirt? Will there be a, an official link with a mental health charity? Will we continue to honour Lee, his family, every year? There's some home games late March, early April, like we did last year, just before Darren Siles' departure. Is there something that the club are going to put in place every year, no matter who's in charge, no matter who's in the board, no matter who's the manager, who's the player, that puts something in place that we honour Lee and put steps in place so that these things don't happen and we can help Yeovil fans who are, who have been affected by this? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm certainly committed to making sure that we, that, 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 you know, I said commemorate and um, remember Lee on, a, uh, on an annual basis. Um, it's. Uh, I mean, it's important to the to the history of the club. I, I don't think there's any plans in place to retire the number number four shirt. And um, but my my sense is with things with things like that, and the, tra the tragedy is that we do remember it. And, you know, as we've done with Adam Stansfield, hmm. that we do something every time. You know, whether it's every year, um, do uh, do do charity events that help uh, help mental health charities. Um, and we've done a number of things already, not that I was involved, um, but uh, you know, with, the, with the cycle ride for, um, for Lee, which, which raised you know, some, some, some great, great, uh, great money. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll at least you know, every year celebrate, you know, celebrate Lee's contribution to, say, to, to Yeovil, but also to football in general, because he was just such a, a great, great footballer. And, you know, I've never, I never met him, obviously, but, you know, I saw him on the pitch and, you know, he was, uh, he was, a. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have liked to have come up again. That's for sure. <laughs> you and me both. No, thanks. No, yeah. no, no chance. No, that's good. Thank you. I appreciate you, you saying that. Cause it's something, like I say, with, with things ever changing, I just wanted to make sure that the club knows that, that, that it's something that is desperately wanted as a, as a long-term thing that we can do. That's good for everyone else. And, and, and we can and, and pay our respects and, and celebrate Lee as well. So thank you for yeah. that. Okay. No problem.
touched on another legend then um, in Adam Stansfield. And at the end of last year, we enjoyed a, a great day with um, the legends coming back to celebrate and, and raise some money. Um, and that's sort of a, a feeling that we had on the day and a feeling that lots of supporters had on the day is sort of harnessing that atmosphere and using those legends to sort of recreate that. Would that be something you'd like to see? I don't, you weren't around for the game, were you? I don't think you, you were away. I, I, was, I was away. I would have been there. Um, it was an incredibly successful day. Everyone enjoyed it. Everyone that I've spoken to said they it was fantastic. Um, it was it was commercially um, successful, which was great. But yeah, no, it was just a fantastic day, you know. And to see it must have been it must have been great. And this is the bit that I miss. I would have loved to have seen you know, Darren Sorrell and, uh, and and Gary Johnson in opposing uh, uh, dugouts. But uh, yeah, it, it was it was highly highly successful. So I can see no reason why we wouldn't want to repeat that. Yeah. I know the manager when he was on was saying about, you know, everybody's welcome here. We all want every we want everyone, anyone who wants to come and make the club successful, the doors open to them. And I know that 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 would be that would be a great thing, I think. If they yeah, I I, I I totally agree, you know, because we, we have got a very good history to celebrate. You know, we can't live in the past. But there's no reason why we can't celebrate our, su- our successful history. One of the things that's becoming a bit of a, a reoccurring theme, actually, and you've name checked a number of people that that maybe people wouldn't otherwise be aware of. And it is something that makes this football club special is the people that make it tick. We've celebrated people like Pat Custard and the people that do incredible voluntary work. You've obviously spent a little bit of time there now down at the office in the inner sanctum, so to speak. Can you tell us a little bit about the people that make the Oval Town Football Club work on a day-by-day basis and what they bring to the table? I'd, I'd be delighted to because they all... Uh, I've not met everybody yet, I might, I might add, because there are certain people that come in at different, at different times. Uh, a bit, and following on from that, I mean, I met Stuart, the, uh, you know, our grands, grandsman, for the first time on Tuesday. I mean, look at the... I mean, Hewish Park just looks an absolute picture, and you know I've seen his guys out there working, and you know they 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 work incredibly hard. James Hillier and Mark Robinson, I mean the uh, they just they seem to have boundless energy. I mean, hopefully I was like that when I was their age, but uh, you know, and their knowledge and their enthusiasm is just just incredible, and they'll do anything. I mean, that's the other thing is that. Uh, um, I won't name a name actually, but I've, I've, I've sometimes I've worked in larger organisations where you ask somebody to do something and they'll you know they'll say well you know should it be me or I mean when someone was asked if they would do something it was a, yeah I'll happily do that and what do you want me to do anything else as well I mean just an example of how enthusiastic um, the every everybody body is I mean I've mentioned Lewis and Louis from the, the trust. I mean, their knowledge, their experience at, at such a young age, their enthusiasm is just fantastic. Um, I mean, yeah, it's, it's um, Sam, who you who you know. I mean, his his he, he seems to have boundless energy. Nothing's too much trouble. Um, it just 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 incredible how how hard those and they are all they they're all Yeovil time people. You know, they all support. They all want success for the club. Every every one of them. Um, so it's, it's just great to be part of that. And you can't help but, but get caught up in that 
enthusiasm when when you're at the club. Uh, it is such a positive feeling around there. I mean, I, the first day I walked in, I think I might have mentioned this to you. The first day I walked in, I mean, obviously I was, I was a bit. It was a bit of trepidation, but it was. I'm just so proud and honoured to be to be part of it. And when I sat down and and people started explaining things to me about how things worked, and what, I mean, my enthusiasm levels you know, doubled. Then, of course, I had a meeting with uh, with with Chris, and it doubled again. Uh, just just in the amount of enthusiasm, um, the 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 the, uh, the real will of the people to make everything right for the supporters, um, you know, for for everyone that's involved is just and it's in fact it's really really infectious. I mean, I think I'm enthusiastic by nature, uh, but my goodness, they they've taught me a thing or two about enthusiasm. It's great great fun to work with them um and nothing is too much trouble you're loving this aren't you you're absolutely loving this i can tell you you're beaming from ear to ear <laughs> you're genuinely loving this aren't you uh, i've had a i mean the answer is the simple answer yes is ben i'm absolutely loving it it's not it's not like well it's not a job it's it is a you know, it's a total passion um but i do have to keep my you know my business head on and think about it things um i I've, I've been very lucky i've, I've had a you know i've had a, a, a fantastic a great career i've really enjoyed it i've not i can't remember the last time i had a monday morning feeling even you know, even though i've sort of re retired if you like for for uh, uh, 18 months um it's just great fun it is just great fun i'm being part of hewish park uh is is just just amazing and be involved in in decisions, not about players, absolutely not. Um, and if I was to say to Chris, he should he should ignore me because he clearly knows a lot more, a lot more than that. But just to be part of it, to uh, you know, even just being enthusiastic about and, and and understanding that some of the seats needed to be changed because they were, you know, they they were they, <laughs> they they'd seen better days. You know, was, even you know, small things, not but they're not small things. So they have the safety, but getting involved in that. I mean, everything is just just great fun. Just absolutely love it. Do something yeah. you love and you'll never work a day in your life, as they say. Exactly. Yeah, it's, um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, when I have to go get up to um, uh, go and watch Scunthorpe away on the first day of the season, it might be a different different story. Just, it's, it's just up the road for me. I don't know what about. It's fine. Yeah, yeah it's fine. <laughs> yeah, we were right with that one. away on a Tuesday, you know. <laughs> yeah. 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 It looks like Gateshead might be on a Tuesday night, might it? Don't, yes, not even think about it. Yeah. No, I can't. No, I can't. I can't. So fixtures are out then. Fixtures are out. We have a dates in diaries. Let's look a little bit forward to next season. Okay, Scunthorpe away. What do you think that first home game is going to feel like? Wrexham at home, so you'd think a fairly big crowd, a big away attendance as well. What's it going to be like for the first time, putting the posh new tie on, sitting in the nice posh new seats? <laughs> How are you going to feel on that first home game? Uh do you know what? I hadn't thought about that. What in that? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm obviously incredibly, incredibly proud uh, just to be just to be part of it. Uh, I, I think the atmosphere will be absolutely electric because there should be a good away following. You know, Wrexham. I, mean, I, I don't about yourself when when you saw the fixtures. I mean, the first one I saw, I was hoping for a home game for first game of the season. So you saw Scunthorpe. Think, oh well, you know. That's 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 the way it is. And then see Wrexham as our first home game of the season. I mean, it couldn't be better, could it? I mean, just should be a good, great crowd. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just going to be electric. It's just going to be electric. And uh, let's hope there is lots of people that will be there to uh, to see it and give 
you know, Chris, Chris and Marcus, and of course the players, you know, a great, great reception because that's where it's all going to happen, isn't it, on the pitch? And get behind them, uh, pack the park, as I think someone used to say. Uh, uh, you know, let's get, let's get it full and let's get off to a great start and be the, you know, the, the old cliche being the, uh, the 13th man. So, yeah, really looking, really, really excited and looking forward to it. Hopefully, uh, you and I can cross paths at Glanford Park a week prior. So uh, that'll be our first port of call, I think. All right, great. Yeah, look forward to that. That'll be fantastic. Ben will be in the posh seats as well, then, I imagine. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I've, 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 never, I've never had the Glanford Park media level no. experience. So uh, if I'm required, that's where I'll be. Hope for that. It's, it's a nice box. Otherwise, they'll. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> We'll never hear the end of it. Oh well, yeah, Solly yeah. still hasn't. He hasn't got over Solly oh, yet. I'm not going back there again. I'm not doing that. <laughs> no leg room. Because my view, my, my view won't be that different actually. Because I did, um, I, you know, I was in the sort of premium section. I had a, a great, great seat. So my view won't be that much, uh, that much different. But uh, it will. I'm sure it will feel a bit different. Your your escape will just be a bit easier when things are going wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'll remember that. <laughs> um, we've asked you a lot of soft questions. I think now it's time for the the question that everyone really listens to the Glovers Cast for, and that is your meal deal of choice, please. Oh boy! Oh boy! I mean, I've, I've you knew I've, it was coming. Yeah, I know. I've been lying awake for weeks. Um, <laughs> Listening to, I don't mean to drop a name, but uh, as you know, when when I when I was listening to um, to, to Chris and uh, my wife and I were we were on we were on holiday, we we're on the west coast of the US with a delayed you know COVID holiday, and uh, we were both listening to it, and my my wife was just in absolute fits when she was listening to Chris talking about the the meal deal. And uh, of course, you had you look at you. That's the most important thing. You got to make sure you get you know, don't come up with anything boring. Make sure you <laughs> just uh, so I'm going to come up with something totally boring now. Um, as I say, I'm not, it won't be, it won't be hummus. Um, what will be the meal deal? I mean, I do, do you normally get sushi in a meal deal or not? Is that nice? I think you can get sushi, it's a strong, yeah. It's a strong okay. start, okay? Yeah, so I, it would definitely be be sushi especially the i don't know the actual terms of it but the, I, I mean i do particularly enjoy the, the prawns and the sal the salads that the the, uh, the salmon so i think that that would have to be in there if i can have it um almost certainly a, you know really boring here you know can of diet pepsi it would have to be i'm afraid i've got to do something to keep my middle to you know keep, keep, keep it in check as much as i can and there'd also be a twix but i wouldn't eat the twix i've been i, I promised my wife that that would actually go to her so that's what it would. Uh, that's what it would be. So not nothing. Nothing too exciting. You can share a Twix as well, can't you? So well, it's a bit of yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I, I, mentioned, I did mention that to her actually, but she said not a chance. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do we think, Ben? It's the price you pay for becoming a shareholder in a football club. Yeah, <laughs> having to <laughs> having to give up your Twix. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Good meal deal. It's a good meal deal. I'm yeah. not. I'm. I'm not one for the fish sushi, but I don't mind the veggie sushi. I do like the veggie ones that are just cucumbers and rice and stuff. So yeah, big fan. Yeah, good Excellent. start. Excellent. Good. Good. I'll maybe get invited back again then. <laughs> we can only ask you once, yeah. can't we? So that's yeah. it. Yeah, you're off the hook now. Yeah. Thank goodness for that. <laughs> well, I think uh, it's a good time to say thank you for 
yeah. spending your evening chatting with us, Stuart. We really appreciate it. And I'm sure the supporters will be happy to hear a, lo- a long form chat with you um, and your vision for the future. So I think. Yeah. Well, it's great. It's, it's great to meet you guys. And I really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you very much indeed. I think you're doing it, Dave. <laughs> I thought he said he was doing it. I said, you doing it. I said, you oh, go. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Sorry. Try oh, that yeah. again. No, Sorry, we'll keep it in. Let's go. Right. Let's go, Dave. Well, thank you very much, to Stuart. <laughs> that was uh, that was lovely. Uh, Absolute no, great. shambles. Absolute yeah. shambles. <laughs> If anyone, yeah, if anyone's listening, there was uh, there was a very long pause whilst I uh, tried to figure out who was doing that uh, that that combat. There, uh, all I'll say is uh, bring back bring back the girls. I think, uh, yeah, I've forgotten I've forgotten absolutely what I'm doing with this. But uh, quick, go to some questions. Okay, Joey Chinnock asks if you could choose one, who would you choose between Phil Jevons and Paddy Madden? <laughs> Phil Jevons. Next question. Correct answer. Ian. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Phil. Uh, Debs Curtis, did you enjoy your week off last week? And thanks for letting us have our takeover. Thank you, Debs. Thank you for doing it. Very good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a good chat with Lucy Ford as well from her, her game too. If you haven't been back to listen to last week's podcast, do so. Very good conversation. Apart from the vanilla Coke incident. Yes. I do, yeah. I do have to say, Mrs. Watts has got some real explaining to it. And she was she was defiant in her yeah. social media posts as well. She was she was not having any criticism. But I, I, my, now my thing with vanilla Coke is I once I may have had a drink that wasn't Coke before uh, before this. But I picked up a bottle of vanilla Coke on a very warm day, uh, a nice cold bottle. And I, and, I, and I went to drink it thinking it was regular Coke at the time. Oh, and I've never got over the shock of it. It is just horrific. Absolutely horrific. But, you know, horses for courses. <laughs> uh, Rob Manley, uh, former quiz champion, Rob Manley. Um, should we as fans be nervous about the lack of significant transfer activity to date? The manager has talked a lot about good convos with other players. When we, When should we expect to see this come to fruition? Some sides, like Woking, seem pretty set in terms of good business done. I mean, when you look at the number of players that uh, that have been brought in, I don't know about you guys, but uh, we've always uh, succeeded on having that consistency season after season, haven't we? And I think if, if we'd have brought in the players that we've retained, Wakefield, Diaz, Knowles, uh, Staunton, Grant Smith and, and and so on. If we'd have retained, if we'd have brought in players of that quality, we'd all be thinking, "Blimey, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna we're gonna really do something here, aren't we?" But by retaining those players, we've all played together for another season. I I can't think of a time, certainly in the last couple of seasons, where we're in a better position. We were talking about this on the WhatsApp chat, weren't we? Last last season, Robinson and uh, Jack Robinson and, and Dan Moss came in right on the first game of the season, that Kings Ling game, wasn't it? Adi Yusuf, God love him, only came in <laughs> after the start of the season. And we certainly weren't in this position this time last year, were we? So um, I, I don't feel particularly nervous about it. No, I think it's one of the things Chris Hargreaves said to us, wasn't it? That 
you know, players will come back to training. And after that first, second week of training, managers of other clubs will know what they're going to do with those players. So I, I think, you know, I still think there's plenty of time. You look at Darren Siles' first season and what he had to do. We're miles ahead of that. Man. And we, haven't, and we haven't got the loans yet. He says he's going to use all five loans. So whatever number we're on, add five on. Yeah. And they, don't and, panic, Rob. And they will come late. They will have yeah. to happen late because teams and squads will have to sort themselves out. So, yeah. Um, Rob also asks, and when can we have the old slash original quiz back? <laughs> well, I'm waiting for the petition to start, uh, Rob. That's all <laughs> it is. But if Ian keeps mentioning you as... Uh, as a former quiz champion, then he's gonna, just going to shame me into it, isn't he? Yeah. Maybe maybe I'll do a poll. Do you want the quiz back or not? And if uh, if enough people want it back, I'll uh, I'll go back to it. The original is the... I think uh, people liked the guest yeah. player, your, your bios. I yeah. took a bit of time to write the bios, but... Okay. You, know, you just had a bad moment with one, didn't you? <laughs> You see, that never made it on air. And I asked twice that you two have mentioned it now. So, yeah, I did. The toys went well and truly out of the pram. <laughs> Full prima donna moment. So, um, yeah. Forget it. Forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> no, go on then, Rob. As is you. As you've asked so nicely. It'll be back next season, I promise. Uh, Glove actually, uh, with the land and stadium ownership now in SSDC control and the owner stepping back to have a more local-based board looking after day-to-day running, what role do you see the Glovers Trust having in the future of Yeovil Town Football Club? Well, Stuart mentioned there, didn't he, about how he'd started having conversations with the Glovers Trust and obviously the Green and Whites as well. So it sounds like they will have an involvement. Um, and hopefully, I mean, oh, we've... Um, uh, not spoken to the new chairman of, of the Glovers Trust, but I'd imagine whatever it is they're looking uh, to do, I'm, I'm sure they'd be, be be open to it. So, yeah, I guess it depends on how much the Glovers Trust want to. I guess we can't ask I, you about that now, can we, Ian? I, well, I have spoken to the new chairman of the Glovers Trust and he, I think they'll, they'll come on at some point um, and chat to us. There's obviously a bit of a transition going on there at the moment. Um, but yeah, I think we'll yeah, the trust will you know continue on, you know, doing what it thinks is the right thing to do for the the football club, um, as they see fit. So yeah, and you know, the trust in particular is only as strong as its membership. So the more members, the more voices, the more input and um, uh, impact it can have. Uh, next question from Clyde Best. What brand of cigar and what vintage champagne do you think Scott Priestnell is enjoying right now in Turkey? <laughs> I don't know anything about cigar or champagne, I will freely admit. Um, why has he gone silent again at such an important time of the year? Surely he should be giving his vision of the future to boost season ticket sales, especially with no transfer activity. Well, I think off the back of the conversation we've just had with... Stuart, you know, we, we've, you know, it's not Scott, but it's someone who cares about the football club, who's a supporter of the football club, who has skin in the game of the football club. So I think, you know, it might not be Scott talking to us, but at least we've had a conversation with someone um, at the club about the future. And I think some of the things that 
uh, Stuart touched on with sort of the development side of the things as well and being involved in that. To me, that is a good sign. I think, you know, that it's not one person doing it over here while the other person's doing other things. It's all sort of, it seems, it sounds like it's joined up. Yeah, and I think um, I, I I do agree with what, what Clyde says that that Scott should be coming out and and, and talking. I think we, we spoke there about, um, or Stuart spoke about communication and how communication with supporters. I think everyone at the club would admit when Scott did did um, talk at the beginning of August or end of August, whenever it, um, August April, um, the other one starting with an A. Uh, he said that yeah you know, he realized that there's things that he, he made mistakes in in the past and i'm sure he'd freely admit that the communication level that he's had was a or has been a mistake so i do think it is important that he comes out he is the owner of the club and we don't know how much uh you know stewart's brought in but i imagine he's still the chairman therefore he's still the owner in that respect so he has got a duty to come out and uh, and talk about these things and uh, i think that the, the one big criticism I'd have of Scott Priestnell would be that he's come out and spoken about these promises and things that he's going to do. Um, and I appreciate, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, but there's a, when I was reading back through what he did talk about when he uh, was at the, up in the Alex Dock Lounge, there's a few things that he said around, you know, the board of directors and obviously got Stuart and there's other people. We hadn't till tonight heard anything more about that. He spoke about this long-term vision that he wants everyone to buy into. And okay, there's thing there's things happening and it's, it's great that Stuart came on and, and told us about some of um, these things. But I do think he's got a duty to come out and um and 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 talk about things. He might think that somebody else is uh, is doing it for him, but I think he's got a responsibility as the owner and presumably still majority shareholder of the club as well. Just my view. There is also an actions over words thing. Even yeah, just listening to yeah. Stuart saying there's going to be the ability to pay by card at Hewish Park. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, one one millennia at a, at a time, lads. <laughs> so, um, you know, those are the little bits of pieces of action. Replacing seats because they don't quite work anymore. Great. Those are actions over words. And what I would say, without trying to unnecessarily defend Scott, we've now had two guests on who have spoke highly of him and their dealings with John Clark from the SSDC and Stuart. Again, if we're happy to talk about the people that say he's XYZ, we should also talk about the people that say he's ABC. So just, just trying to balance things up. That's all. Yeah. The manager spoke yeah. positively about him as well, didn't he? So it's that, that, that's three people. Maybe yeah. when he comes on, we can all talk highly of him as well. Yep. <laughs> BBC Ben balancing us out there. There we go. <laughs> Uh, uh, Chris Sweet has Ian cut off his Glasgow wristband yet. Yes, that was prove it. Hold your wrist up. Yeah, yes, yeah, I can confirm it. There, there you see, there you can see listeners that, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> cut off within the first day of getting home. Um, yeah, have you ever kept one on? No, it's minging, isn't it? One, I... Yeah, one of my mates. So, one of my mates who went played football with him on Tuesday. And he still had it on. I was like, mate, you're not a teenager anymore. Come on. Get rid of it. I remember, I remember people had like four or five years worth on. Ugh. No. Not wearing something for five years. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was they were oh, and they were I mean, yeah, they were monkey as well. So yeah, let's not go there. Don't do that. No, carefully cut off 
to be stored forever before my children throw it away when I die. Um... <laughs> you already got that planned, didn't you? <laughs> uh, Jordan A-N-M-P, Jordan MP. I don't know if he is a member of parliament. Um, what... Good luck, mate, if you are. <laughs> uh, can't wait till the season starts so we can go back to two episodes a week. How do we feel like that? Uh, <laughs> one's been quite nice, hasn't it? And, you know, I've only done one in three, um, yeah. other than the little uh, Glover's Masts that are on the way. Um, these are these little part-timers, Dave. Yeah. Uh, well, well, it feels like ages since I've done one. I don't know why. I'm getting, I, I, I have pre-match nerves. <laughs> pre-match poo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah. If you could sign any real, this is a Ben question here. I've spotted this, and I'm just realistic free agent in the market right now. Who would it be, and why would it be you and Pollock? <laughs> Can I just say I don't know what Ben has got on his phone, but uh, and again, you can't see this, listeners. So this makes this means nothing to you. But it looks like he is like he's got fire in his hands. He's just watching. <laughs> you know that thing they put on Netflix at Christmas. It's just like a fireplace. Yeah, it looks like he's looking out. <laughs> Reflecting back in your specs as well, mate. You've got like yeah, an open hearth or something. It's a really boring answer to this question, but oh. it's because I've got a blue light filter on my phone. So all the, the the light that shines off my phone is is red because I take the blue light filter. So if I do that, it becomes Oh, he's white. in the snow now. I'm in the snow. Uh, yeah. I, have a, I have an eye comfort shield. Um, right, I do have a name. Weirdly, I was looking for a name the other day. I do have a name that I spotted that I thought that doesn't sound ridiculous. Uh, hang on, hang on. I've got to do some scrolling. Store for me, store for me, store Bailey, for me. Bailey Cargill. No, not Bailey Cargill. It, he it, mentioned him, didn't he? The manager. When he came on, he mentioned Bailey Cargill. About yeah, uh, he, Where was he? Was it Torquay? Yeah, or yeah. he'd worked with him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I was I was disappointed that Ben didn't, yeah, yeah, pounce on that one. Sorry, this Ben. Is, this is, ben, no, no, why, this didn't is... You, why didn't you pounce on Bailey Cargill? <laughs> yes, exactly. Wonderful yeah, he's not allowed to after the court case. So, <laughs> right, I found the name. I found the name. I found the name. I found the name. Aaron Amadi Holloway. He has been released by Burton uh, by Burr. Where's he gone from? From Barrow, I think. Was it Burton Albion? History is Bath City and Bristol City based. Spent a little bit of time at Newport County. Um, born in Cardiff. Centre forward striker. Did some goals, <laughs> has played um, everywhere. Did He's been some, to the A League. Did some goals. Did some goals. He scored uh, six for Wickham Wanderers in fifty-two appearances. Uh, he, we're not <laughs> in twenty fourteen, twenty sixteen. He's got four and eleven in the EFL Trophy. <laughs> so, I'm just I, you. You asked for a name. I gave you the name. Two in thirteen for East Bengal. One well, in twenty. Bengal. How many of you? How many, how many have you scored for East Bengal? Yeah, how many have you scored for East Bengal, mate? So <laughs> come back when you've. Yeah, I wouldn't. That climate wouldn't work for me. Yeah. So you asked for a name. I gave a name because I spotted it the other day. Aaron Amady Holloway. Chris, we know you listen. Get him scouted. I'll have the fee. Thank you very much. Yeah. Don't ask me. I have no idea. No, I, I'm, I'm. Yeah. I'd like. I don't know who I'd like. I wanted Ed. So there we go. You'll be able to hear all about that on a, oh, a lovely upcoming Glover's Past. Um, 
we filled the schedule for the next couple of months so it's there's lots to look forward to if you've not listened yet listen to nathan smith what a great conversation and a chap who doesn't really sound like a normal football is <laughs> um yeah a very interesting character um and i think one thing that if you haven't listened to it yet when you hear him talk about darren way and terry skiver and and how how they worked with the players and the level of work that they put in i think you'll be pretty surprised <laughs> because it just didn't ring true did it what happened on the pitch compared to what they were doing off the pitch um yeah so yeah give that one a listen can i go back to a question that we were asked ian uh, you and i were asked ben ben wasn't here a couple of weeks ago that we had to that we we had to refer back to ben because it was meal deal related oh, and, it, and, and and we promised we'd throw it back to ben so it's harry eaton he <laughs> says yeah what is a the most expensive meal deal you've ever seen Harry had seen one for £5 recently, which I thought might be Marks and Spencer's, but you get a Marks and Spencer's discount, don't you, I think? Or, or the good lady yeah, wife that, does. Yeah, that would be £4 to me. Yeah, oh, oh, there you go. Um, so what is the most expensive meal deal you've ever seen, Ben? Uh, probably got to be service station related. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you, you are, you're knocking on you're knocking on fours and fives and, and possibly six quids at times. Right. Yeah. And uh, a second part of the question, what's the most money you've ever saved when buying a meal deal? You can normally get it. You can normally get the like a hundred percent free. Hundred percent. If if you if if you work it long enough, you get an innocent smoothie. <laughs> your vast majority of the way there. Yeah. A triple decker sandwich that would normally be two three quid anyway. Innocent smoothie and like a like a um what are they what are those Max Ridge McCoy crisps jobbies? They're like ninety p on their own. You can normally claim back twice the value. Easy, right. easy. There we go. What a return. What a return. Back on form. Um, TBD if I'm at the the Taunton Town friendly next week. Hopefully I will be. And then we can have a chat about that. Um, Hopefully work won't get in the way. Lovely stuff. Can I just say we've got we've got one question that has literally landed in the last the last few minutes. But I do. But I do like it. It, I know. I know it is. But it's a good one. It's a good one. This. Uh, this is from Stuart Barnes. Start, bench, sell. Stephen Colker, Shane Duffy, Terry Skiven. Oh, sell Stephen Colker because he'll be worth loads. Yeah. Start Terry Skiven because he's a legend. Bench Shane Duffy. I, I wouldn't disagree with that. Yeah? I'm flipping Duffy and Colker. I want Colker on the bench. Make, uh, do you think uh, Shane Duffy would probably make you a couple of quid as well? I'd imagine. Yeah, he would. But yeah. I'm flipping around. Stephen Colker was a better. Def- well, we were a lower division, weren't we? But I think Stephen Colker was a he, was he a better defender with a higher ceiling. When we had him, he was quite tall. Yes, yeah, so he would need a higher ceiling. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> well, end day. <laughs> Call it. Call it. Call it. That's, That's the way to end it. it. That's the way you do Thank it, you folks. Thank you very much. See you next week. Cheers. Bye. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening!
Stansfield, good turn away from Trot, goal! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.